Welcome, friends, back to the Hubgrass once again. I'm your host, Matt Ardbray, with my illustrious co-host, Mason Betterly, as always. We have quite the show for you this week. A big, I would say, uh, time in history, event in Disney Parks history, especially in uh, Disney's California Adventure, the opening of a brand new land with Adventures, or not Adventures Campus, Avengers Campus, uh, where we saw the for kind of first um, full land expansion for Disney's Marvel. So, Mason, we saw a lot of news. We saw everything coming out this week from all the news outlets and things like that. What was your initial thought on the new Avengers Campus? Thanks. I hate it. no all right all right here's the thing here's the thing and uh, actually i i thought long and hard about this um because you know it opened on friday we were uh for for the folks out there we typically um will uh record these episodes on um monday nights so i had a whole week weekend to um think about it stew over it um, get my wife angry about it because she initially <laughs> thought I was overreacting. Um, so I did think of one thing I did want to say before we start this whole thing, um, and I forgot to pull it up, but I have it right now. And these are the words of Anton Ego uh, in Ratatouille. <laughs> in many ways, the work of a critic is easy. We risk very little, yet we enjoy a position over those who offer up their work and their selves to our judgment. It's a great speech. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but Love it. I think it's important that as we discuss this, um, we you know remember that that a lot of man hours went into this during a difficult time. Mm-hmm. Um, but and you know we're not saying these opinions aren't to discredit the amazing Imagineers. Um, mm-hmm. who did work on this. There's still some great stuff yep. that did come from this land. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but um, it, it did, unfortunately, uh, the fact of the matter is, it leaves a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and I, and I think you make a really good point, and I'm glad, I'm glad you brought up that quote, because I think that's been a real point of contention amongst, really, Disney Twitter and Disney fans that see especially people like us, um, basically critics of Disney parks, because there's food critics, there's movie critics and the, the, the backlash that movie critics and like food critics get from bad reviews are, I think in my opinion, never as, um, staunchly, uh, attacked Mm -hmm. as a lot of those who are being critical of Disney parks right now. Because the, the the narrative is like, oh, you should just be happy you should, you're be able to go, or yeah. like they did their best and things like that. But if like a chef d- delivers a critic raw chicken, like that that's a big problem, and you would never see like the general public like be upset with a critic because they got they docked a a restaurant for some raw chicken. Raw chicken is probably the best analogy I've heard thus far. Or a- yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and and, 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 and and I think that to keep, to keep this this 
analogy going is that yeah. like the seasoning was really well done. There's a nice crispy char on the outside, but the in, like at the core of this piece of chicken, it's very raw, and there's there's a lot a lot wrong with it. With pillowy um, mounds of mashed potatoes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so we've 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 set up a structure for tonight, and we want to make sure or today, and we want to make sure that we go, we hit on all the different aspects of this new land, from theming to the merch to the dining, entertainment, as well as the attraction, which I think is inevitably inevitably the the raw chicken in the room. Mm -hmm. um, so I think start the start this conversation beyond the general consensus of maybe there's some raw chicken afoot. Um, I think the theming for me is pretty much on point um, beyond the – and I think what they did with Avengers Campus was smart insofar as they didn't commit to a particular point in a timeline and they're stuck with certain characters, certain storylines. They're in this kind of alternate reality, a different point in the multiverse, so they can bring in Tony Stark with – um, um, Sam Jackson's or Sam yeah. Wilson's um, Captain America and things like that. So they're able to bring in all these different bits of the IP and are able to leverage, especially these new Disney Plus shows and all points of the timeline in the in the um, MCU. Yeah, you really do get like they they set it up so you can do sort of the best of hits with mm -hmm. the land. Exactly. Um, I you know um, I'm. I I really like a lot of the stuff that they've done. There's some some neat details uh, hidden throughout mm -hmm. the land um, that I, I really I think is cool. The the coolest, the funniest, coolest thing that I've seen thus far is on the side of the web building or whatever. Um, there's this drain that <laughs> yeah, off the side that. of the building, and it says caution, gamma radiation. And yeah. there's a line of trees on the side of the building, and there's one tree right next to that drain, and it's like way bigger than all the other trees, and it's all yeah. hulked <laughs> out. So I, yeah, it's this little, it's this dumb thing, but it's just this, this the best detail. I don't know why I love it so much. Yeah, no, and and I, and I think the Imagineers that designed the the, the architecture, the exteriors, um, and generally the structure did an amazing job. I think. Those special Easter eggs we see, um, especially those who themed the Pim Test Kitchen, there's just so many different things in there that are just, I think, brilliant um, for the theme of that restaurant. And um, it definitely feels like an Avengers land. It definitely feels like you're walking into kind of a mismatched um, Avengers compound yeah. that they're finally like, inviting the general public well into to see their creations. Yeah, the, there's a plaque actually on like the entryway and it says, you know, here we gather, you know, Marvel heroes through mm -hmm. time and space. And I'm like, okay, that's the, and it's so, and I think they, there's, it shows that they learned a lesson from um, the, from Galaxy's Edge because it boxed mm -hmm. them in setting it and it is set no, exactly yeah. before, you know, uh, Revenge of, or, um, 
Revenge of the Sith. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) Um, I saw that. (laughs) But, you know, and there are people, and and they're seeing it now, that there are people who would Mm -hmm. prefer to have it just be everything. They don't care if they're going to be going around one corner and seeing Darth Maul than going around another and seeing Luke Skywalker. They're like, I just want the Star Wars. You know, I just want to see Jar Jar Binks, man. (laughs) So, um, no, so it clearly shows that they learned from that. Um, But the, the the one thing that is really different, of course, and it's obvious that it's going to be different, is the... Uh, just the general aesthetic, because there's so much world building in mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge, and you like have to feel like you're transported there, and you're you know you got the marketplace and all this stuff, and it's a real li- living, breathing world. And I don't feel like we fully get that from Avengers Campus, just because it's mm-hmm. like this is a facility where we keep the Avengers, and also there's there's a tower thing there, and then there's also yeah a temple kind of. <laughs> it's, just, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Um, I and I know I know they have a limited space to work with, but mm-hmm. um, it just it's just kind of weird. It's kind of funky. Yeah, and and I think the stark difference, put intended, uh, between Galaxy's Edge and Avengers Campus is that, and this is something I was I've, I've been critical of Galaxy's Edge for a time, and I think I'm finally going in um, a month or so. And I think my assumptions are going to be confirmed is that galaxy's edge is a place to play. It's a place to role play. And so what they've done there is set up a a place where you can role play and it's starkly different to, it's very different to the standard theme park experience where you are going there to be entertained Mm -hmm. versus you playing an active role. Yeah. And I think that's why people have been so critical of it is that the standard park guest is there to be entertained and just like kind of take in the entertainment, take in what the land has to give to them. Yeah. But I think Galaxy's Edge is a lot more of what you can put into your experience. Um, and and for me, Avenger, Avengers Campus is a lot – It's it fits the theming to a degree or at least – the history of the Avengers is it feels like kind of like almost like a mini Stark expo in a way where you, where you have web, you have the PIM test kitchen where like they they don't all fit together, but they are expositions of these unique characters and what they uniquely offer to the, the MCU, the, these Avengers universe. Yeah. And I, I think for what they do put forward, um, regardless of how you feel about, about those things, of how you feel about the attraction, how you feel about yeah. what they are, how they theme it is incredibly, or they, they do it incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah. even kind of the, the graffiti, um, you know, style on the web. And then, uh, someone pointed out that Miles Morales actually has a signature on it. Um, in like the top oh, corner nice. or something. So I was like, Oh, uh-huh. okay. That, all right. It makes sense. You know, you have, yeah. you have, uh, all of the big, uh, you know, all the big, th- well, you know, things that have been grown or made bigger or smaller and stuff mm-hmm. for, um, for the test kitchen, you have, uh, what's it called? Um, the tomato or the, uh, the tomato ketchup and mustard. Oh yeah. Hang in there. And, uh, did you catch the Easter egg on that? 
What was that? Uh, the labels are from Bountiful Valley Farms. So, and that was what was originally there for. Uh, uh, oh, nice! For the original California Adventure. Yeah. So it was. It was pretty. It was. It's a really nice detail. I love when they pay homage yeah. to old uh-huh. attractions. No, definitely, and, and oh, I, I originally thought of the uh, the pipes in Dinosaur when yes. I saw that. It was like kind of similar to the back <laughs> when uh, McDonald's was a sponsor of that ride. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, there. If you've noticed, there are like a lot of cranes, like mechanical cranes, off the side of the building uh-huh. and stuff. Apparently, like the main one that they use was actually used to be the maintenance uh, crane for uh, Heimlich's Choo Choo Train. That's awesome. <laughs> it was just repurposed to that since they didn't need it anymore. <laughs> like, okay, I respect that. And, That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, in. Yeah, and, and so I think we both agree that the theming is generally well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and I think a criticism of both the – especially these, these two new Disney lands is the focus on what you can buy. And a big part of this land is the things you can buy. And, and that main hub of merchandise is the um, is the web – the web suppliers, web suppliers. Um, and so I personally am sort of disappointed with the merch um, because I feel like what Galaxy's Edge did really well is that it gave you pieces of merchandise that kind of really immersed you into the land where a lot of it feels like general Avengers merchandise that you could buy at World of Disney. Mm-hmm. Um None of it seems really unique. I know they're going for this kind of campus. Like, obviously, it's called Avengers Campus. And this aesthetic of kind of like a college, university feel with, with the clothing. And I can sort of see that. Um, but that's also where you buy your spider bot and your um, your additional yeah. play attachment for, yeah. for the ride. Um and they've got some interesting water bottles, things like that. You can buy diecast models of some of the, like, yeah, uh, the the jets and things like that. But I don't really feel like a lot of it. Like I would buy something to put, like I would put on to immerse myself into the land. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I really haven't seen too much personally, uh, mm-hmm. outside of the spider bots, um, which I I don't get, and um, the. The yeah the you know the web tech stuff and the arc reactors mm-hmm. and what have you yeah um I've seen some some stuff with uh, the uh, I think they sell them separately but they're like little glow things that they put in the drinks and we'll we'll talk about dining later but they actually put uh-huh. these glowing things that are like supposed to be pin particles. That, oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are the cool. I mean, they're just they're like little things. They're like five bucks, and you throw them in the drinks mm-hmm. and a license. But like on their own, yeah. honestly, I think that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just I you see all of the again, again, kind of with that role playing idea that you brought up. You know mm-hmm. how everything in that land is in universe and it's crafted by the elements of that world or whatever. And uh-huh. I, yeah, I just feel like we're getting outside of maybe some mainstay stuff um, and very land specific stuff. Uh, most of it's probably like World of Disney things and 
No, definitely. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I mean, again, uh, we're, you know, East Coaster over here. I've never been. Yeah, exactly. But, and I doubt I'm going to be going anytime soon. But, yeah. uh, you know, so uh, I, I doubt, I doubt, um, but I, I just don't see any difference, really. Well, and, yeah, and I think, the, obviously, the the Hallmark pieces of merchandise are the Spider-Bot and the... Um, web slinger attachment but i think the a cool piece of merchandise and it's a merchandise that's actually used in the land is the actual like authentic web shooters you could say um they're like that more like metallic made of metal um which actually are the same um web web shooters that the actual um character uses in the land oh um, i didn't know which about I, that. which i which i which i think is good product placement but also gives you like this like piece of like this is from the land used in the land um which i think is one of the best pieces of merchant merchandise there that is i think it's 69 dollars 70 dollars to to buy that and i think it's a very nice display piece because it comes with a display mount uh, which i personally think is a better investment than the um web slingers dlc um whatever you want to call it um on ride tech um because like that that to me whatever you can say about the ride it's it's cool that you can maybe enhance your ride in a way because we all know that ride needs some enhancement in general but it like it's not really a display piece where if you i think it's very pertinent that we we compare the star wars versus the avengers in this in this discussion because it's obviously two disney their newest lands when you look at the merchandise where like a lot of, a lot of the merchandise that you buy from from galaxy's edge is very displayable and very feels in world where the the web slingers attachments the web slingers um i i need to look at the actual name of what they're called but um just look like just look like failed concept toys which technically they are um of early 2000s um, yeah, but I mean, you got to remember, like, it's a toy at the end of the day. And yeah, yeah. it's not a display piece. It's a toy. Kids are going to play with it. The idea is, yeah. and, you know, it's we get we get so entrenched in this that we do have to remember, you know, the kids yeah. at the end of the day are what it's about. Um, and yeah, if I was a kid and I... Well, you know, and I and I could get one. Heck yeah, I'd be playing with it after, yeah. long after I'm, you know, I've left Avengers Campus, uh-huh. and uh, you know, I'd be if I got the Iron Man one, you know, and I had no. those. <laughs> I had those. Uh, well, not the Iron Man one. Oh, I had you this, did. Yeah, I had like the original Tobey Maguire silly string. Uh, oh yeah, shooters. of course. And I uh-huh. and I was lucky enough. Like, what was it? My ninth birthday. Um, a kid who came to my birthday party, like is at a bowling alley or something, actually got got me one for my birthday, and oh, I already nice. had one. So I, so my mom was like, "Oh, um, you know, it's don't don't tell him that you know you bought it." And I was like, "No, I'm gonna tell him it's <laughs> awesome. I can do two now. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I just need the suit and I'm in. Yeah, no, and 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 I th- and, I, and I think you're right, but. I saw a, a photo of a kid today with mm-hmm. with one of those on. It didn't. Fit, it was it was massive on his hand. Was it? Um, yeah. It it he you had to use his whole palm to like activate it because it was that large. 
So they they're making it they're making it for more adult oriented like hands. Like they, they, there's not two sizes. There's That's one weird. size, and it's like over. Like this kid was like, it was enveloping his whole arm. Um, Maybe he's just a particularly I, small child. <laughs> Maybe, but 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 it, it looks normal on like thirty year old dudes. Like it, it's yeah. made for them. Um, so yeah. I, th- I, th- I th- and I think if they wanted to go for that toy a stick they should have gone with that and it maybe had two sizes that actually um, is a good idea yeah yeah god god forbid they they think that far ahead <laughs> um but and but I, I think the the actual like in park used more authentic looking web slinger mm-hmm. or uh, web shooter is a much better investment um than than the um web slingers additional feature toy um well for that price personally i'm just gonna hold on to it and get a lego infinity gauntlet personally if we're staying well in the there's Marvel. that <laughs> that is true that is true that's a very I good point awesome. it's a very good point for sure um so and i think we both can say merch is fine um it, but it has much to be desired i hope they come up with some really good like more offerings that oh, yeah. are are kind of lend itself to immersing yourself in the land. Um, but I think one part of, of it, go ahead. Well, well, yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry, but what, what's one, like if, since we're on the subject of merchandise, uh-huh. what is one thing, one type of merch that if they added, you would actually be excited about? Cause I have, I have uh, one, but I want to hear what you think. Yeah. And I, th- I think if they did, and the problem is masks aren't, well, like the surgical masks are allowed right now, but um, obviously, like costume masks aren't allowed in the parks. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish that they had. If say, let's say, let's say, let's say, masks were allowed in just Avengers Campus. I think it'd be great yeah. if they had either Iron Man helmets or um, or Ant Man helmets or whatever that might be that had like an active HUD that you can actually. Like, look at the land and kind of give yourself like a virtual tour yeah. of the Avengers campus. Um, or even just like selling, I know, I know they have the, the full Iron Man armor there that you could buy, um, for like $8,000. Yeah. Jeez. I think, I think it's like, I think it's like that $8,000. Um, but I wish they you could buy like more like relics from these, these characters mm-hmm. at the park. Um, especially, how about, um, how about yourself? Um, well, first of all, really quick, because uh, I just remembered, they also have these really cool Spider-Man goggles that they sell that have, like, LED eyes that will, like, react yeah. and do that. I thought that was kind of neat. Um, definitely not a showstopper, but it, it was something cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I thought it would be really cool if they did, like, full replicas of um, every, like, every Infinity Stone, and it... You know, oh sure. It was carried, um, so like yeah. the tesseract or the uh, the scepter or you know the oh, yeah. thing that they carry the ether in, um, you know obviously it's that would be more of like a sideshow collectible sort of thing and yeah uh, or you know if you had like the equivalent of Doc Ondar's there, but oh um, that'd be that'd be awesome yeah yeah I don't know what that would be but uh, uh-huh. maybe it'd be like a little uh, comic book shop to the side named Stands. And then, you know, <laughs> there we go. you know, just, you know, just so he has a fun little cameo, something like an homage. Definitely. Thing. But, Definitely. Uh, but yeah, 
Yeah. Um, and, and I think one of the beyond what we could say about the merch, I think merchandise is something that's, that that could be changed and it could be in flux. Um, but I do think they, to your point, I think they missed out opportunity to have kind of like Doc Ondar style um, location there. Mm-hmm. Um, but one, I, I think one of the strongest parts of the land is the food they have. Yes, um, absolutely. We have Pim's Text Kitchen, um, the Swarma Cart, as well as the Terran Treats. Yep. Um, I think with, with, with Pim, the Pim Text Kitchen being the most kind of the hallmark um, dining location at uh, Avengers Campus. And it's um, such just a clever with... idea. It's such a clever Very idea. Much so. Very much so. Um, yeah, and, and, and what I love about it too is that the theming of the restaurant, like it, it's part of the food that you get. Like you see the small pretzel going through the, the uh, particle accelerator and then here comes this large version of of a pretzel and then that's yeah. something you could buy on the menu i think that's just brilliant i think it's brilliant yeah no they do they really knock it out of the park with the dining and the theming of it it's it's just um mm-hmm. it, it looks it's just wonderful i that would be the main reason for me to want to go so oh for sure yeah for sure and the thing i love about, i think i love about it most too is that they have um, like a snacks menu, but then they also have what they call their blue particle specials versus their red particle specials, where the blue particle particle specials are everything that's like oversized, like mm-hmm. the, like the extra large chicken sandwich, and then that hundred dollar panini, um, and then and then the, and then the red particle special, which is everything like you use a red particle, it shrinks things. Yep. It's like all their kids menu options too. Um, See, that's so clever. even just like yeah, even down to the the way they structured the menu was just brilliant with this. With this with this concept the number one thing on that menu that i'm really that i really want to try is that giant like choco bar or whatever it's oh, like, yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah. like a giant a giant candy bar it looks so stinking good yeah and and, and the thing is i think they actually have like an oversized version of like that wrapper like um either like it's outside of the restaurant um it gives yeah. it very much the like the um Honey, I shrunk the, the kids' playground vibes in there. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, you know. definitely. Um, and I, I think one of the coolest things they do too. I think the theming of the Pim Sesh Kitchen is one of the best in the whole land. Is that the exterior um, menu is actually uh, a cell phone that's been blown up with the the blue Pim particles? I didn't catch that. I didn't catch yeah. that. It's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> because I, I, I think it serves two purposes. It makes you feel like. Either you are like an ant, you've been shrunk down, and all these things are large, um, is one way to view it. Or obviously, it's just they use the blue particles, and now it's everything's oversized, um, yeah. which I think is just, which I think is just spectacular. Um, now, are you a fan of shawarma? Have you have you tried? I, yeah, yeah, I, I really like shawarma myself. Um, I, I will admit, I didn't have shawarma until until the first Avengers movie came out because yeah. that was. Living in northern northern Indiana for most of my life, the um, cultural food wasn't really that big of a deal. But um, when when trends like that came up, um, fortunately, um, that trend was capitalized by certain business people in my area, and so there we actually had this Middle Eastern restaurant that was that became pretty popular, owned by a Middle Eastern family that became popular because of the Avengers movie, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, so that was my first chance of having Shorm and I, I really like it. I have since then always pursued, um, I've, I always had a group having gyros, but I think Shorm was obviously a, um, 
I think a higher version of the standard Giro. Um, so I, I, I look forward to if, when I get the chance to go there to try out um, the Swarm Palace. Yeah, yeah. Swarm Palace. Yeah, there. Um, so you know, I grew up. I grew up in uh, South Jersey, um, in the in the oh, yeah. area. So there's a fantastic place uh, called Reading Terminal, and um, there's different foods from all kinds of you know every kind mm. of food there. You can get Cajun, you can get um, Amish cookies, you can get homemade ice cream. But there was there was a stand that sold shawarma. So maybe it's like the weekend after. Uh, Avengers came out because yes, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a total poser, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I I went there. If you are, if you're a listener in the Philly region and haven't been to the Reading Terminal, go check that out. It's in Center City, Philly. Um, and uh, actually, I think it was in um, it was in a scene in National Treasure. I think that's oh, where cool. when they're chasing. Um, and like Sean Bean is chasing them mm-hmm. through the city. Uh, the the I forget the girl's name. She she goes hiding behind one of the counters there. Um, yeah. Oh yeah 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 uh, yeah yeah yeah. So uh, but yeah no I love shawarma. I would I would definitely get it if I, if I went uh, and ended up going. But yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and and I think kind of piggybacking on the merch side, I think. The souvenir like cups and things like that, they really had done a oh, great yeah. job with, um, with the Infinity Gauntlet that you can hold a Coke bottle with. Um, they have a a flight of beers that you can get with the like the the beaker, yeah, uh, mugs, the um, yeah, and 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 then also you talk about the the pin like capsules and like the little discs they use um, are also there like basically like, the glow cubes of this land, and They're... then they have that. And then yeah, they have like the oversized uh, soda can as well um, that you can fill up as your like your, like your sipper for this land too, which I think is really really great. Do you do you recognize where the that can is? What that can is from? I've seen it before, but I can't like I I've seen this can in like all of the promotional material, and it, it always looks familiar to me, but I I've never been able to to spot it, yeah, or at least it, recall exactly where it's from. Oh, I forget. I, off offhand, I can't remember that. It's like pina dos or pina uh, dos or something like that. But it's actually, yeah. it's like a really, ra- I, I don't know if it's a deep cut, but it is um, the soda that Bruce Banner in The Incredible Hulk, uh, some of his blood Whoa. got into a bottle and then the standing no is him drinking it. Yeah. And, yeah. And um so yeah, so this is a reference to like way back a film that they kind of no want you to forget. But yeah, no. Yeah. So yeah, cuz cuz I think actually in the movie it's a it's a glass bottle. Yeah, it is. It is. And but so it's that's logo. why that that's why I didn't I didn't make the connection. That's awesome. Yeah. The cool thing it made another appearance in another film recently. I want okay. I think I think it was a film. It was either a film okay. or a TV show, but it was like there was a print ad like faded on the wall for that kind of uh, soda. Oh, cool! As well, so it's like they kept it around, and I'm glad that they were able to bring that to the forefront. That's awesome. It's like one of my favorite references in the land. That's amazing. That's it's amazing. weird that both of my favorite references so far are Hulk based. That's strange. <laughs> that's and, and and I hope they. That's great because I think yeah exactly I, I was. 
to kind of go into – I know we have a kind of a, a break here in the middle to do a, a spotlight mm-hmm. here. But I, for me, I think that I hope they add more characters to the land. Yeah. Uh, because I'm missing – like I would love to see a big walk-around character of Hulk. Like Professor Hulk would be amazing <laughs> um, as a walk-around character. Um, and I, I'm sure they'll bring in the, 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 the Guardians of the Galaxy because – Oh, yeah. They'll come back. Giving, yeah, they'll, they'll definitely be there and probably walk around Terran Treats, um, which I'm glad that we have a themed food for Mission Breakout. I think that was a great way, kind of a, a, a nice way to merge the two um, concepts into oh, one totally. land. Uh, because it is, again, I think it kind of feeds in more to that World's Fair vibe where in the universe it would, does not make sense for the Collector to be in Avengers Campus, but if he's there kind of on exp- on exhibition maybe yeah um in adventures campus i guess it sort of makes sense but um but yeah i think i think the dining for me is one of the highlights absolutely for sure absolutely for sure um but for really quick we're going to take a really brief break here um just to try something new on uh, on the Hubgrass, uh, we're, we strongly believe in promoting uh, independent art vendors. Uh, that being said, we wanted to start a, uh, a new artist spotlight initiative. We're going to be doing it on here and on our Instagram, so keep your eyes out for that post. Uh, it should be launching the same time as uh, this on, on Wednesdays. Um, and uh, what we're going to be doing is just showcasing artists that we think are doing fantastic work. Um, today we're shining our spotlight on... Um, uh, Mare Bear Press. Um, you can find them on Instagram. That's their main place where you can kind of uh, find them and kind of go to their shop from there. Um, but they've been doing some incredible work. Um, it r- truly reminds us of uh, the great Mary Blair, uh, for which she takes a lot of inspiration from, as well as Raleigh Crump and, and others. Um, personally, you know, our uh, my favorite uh, of her works is the uh, Figment Orange Bird and Sunny Eclipse. Um, series that you did so go take a minute uh, check out their work and maybe treat you treat yourself to uh, some fantastic art for your living space or office uh, my wife has some of uh, Mare Bear's, um art actually up on her wall um, she has a nice art wall that's got all kinds of fun Disney stuff so we'll be shining a light on different artists every week um, so uh, keep your eyes peeled yeah yeah, 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 I love that. And make sure, like I said, or make sure, like Mason said, make sure you hop over to our Instagram, follow us there, so you can make sure that you are on top of all these spotlights, as well as we'll make sure that we'll link to their online shops um, during that week as well, um, so you can so you can reach them and um, see their artwork, but also maybe purchase a few pieces for yourself. Um, so yeah, yeah, love it, really, love it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we yeah we we, we yeah we love. It independent Disney artists and independent um, creators. So make sure you support them for sure. Because honestly, they're doing a lot of the time, especially lately, they're doing better work than you get in the park. So why not go support somebody who really needs it uh, and get something awesome uh, at the same time. So we love it. Love it. Love it. And, and speaking of independent artists, I think it kind of feeds into the next part of this discussion is the entertainment. And I think part of that, that bit of entertainment is also the the walk around characters. The one thing yes. that we see in Avengers Campus a lot, at least right now, especially this opening week, um, which I hope it continues on um, in the coming years and months, is all the walk around characters. And I think all of them are 
generally really great. And that also feeds into the entertainment in, in the land is them putting on many shows and things like that. Um, but before we get to the positive, I want to start off kind of on a low note for me. Um, because there are a lot of creators that make this suit, make the suit of armor, um, is the actual walk-around character for Tony Stark, the Iron Man, is yes. is terrible. Leaves a lot to I don't, be I, 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 don't, I don't know how that got through approval processes. I don't know who the maker was that thought that was a good idea. Because – and as two, as two guys that are often on TikTok, and Mason, you have a very good big presence on TikTok, I see – many different creators creating Iron Man armor at a much higher level and a much more realistic looking level than we see in Avengers Campus, which is Disney has all the money in the world to pour into making a suit and they sell, uh, they sell a suit of armor in the shop is it's, I I don't know how this even looks like Tony Stark. It looks like Tony Stark created half of it out of, Aren't like metal, the other half of, out of party leather. City. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like a uh, like someone kind of doctored up a party city uh, Iron Man yeah. costume um, because it's it's just not good. It's just not good. The, the and, I, and I understand they want to make sure that the actor inside of it has full mobility and things like that. Yeah, because you got to remember they're gonna have to at, at some point they're gonna have to kneel down and hug a little kid. So yeah. it's. So I, it's yeah. this strange balance they had to do, and mm-hmm. I have sympathy for that. But at the same time, it just does not; it's not working. Yeah, no, and, and I get they have to kneel down and potentially talk to a kid or something like that. But like, he's a very stiff character anyway, mm-hmm. and it's not like you see the the um, the Transformers Universal like coming down the level of a kid. <laughs> like it's just it's just not, not how it, it's just not how it is, and. Um, He's this very imposing, metallic. He's Iron Man um, character that I think that's that's the place they might have had to sacrifice the interaction was to have a real, realistic looking Iron Man. And they um, and they had one for a while, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought so. I didn't see. I don't see a reason why they had to really go changing him yeah. unless unless just it was a big push to make it like close to what he had in like end game or infinity war, but it, you know, it just really, he's not doing flips like Spidey. So yeah, uh, exactly. I, I just feel like they should have just kept it as it was. Maybe even mm-hmm. just put him, roll him back out in that suit. I'm sure they still have it. Um, yeah. And you know, cause yeah, you're right. The shame of it is at pretty much every other suit looks fantastic. Great. Sam Sam Wilson looks so good. No, yeah, I yeah, the, yeah, I, I was so happy to see that Captain America outfit. Um, yeah, because it, it's funny because we're gonna get both Captain Americas right now um, because they have like the Steve Rogers Captain America walking around sometimes, and they also have the the Sam Wilson Captain America walking around, which I think will be interesting. Um, I'm sure they'll be out at different times. I think it'd be kind of interesting to see them both at the same time. Um, because in this world, it's this other multiverse, so maybe there's there's two, there's two shields. But yeah. um, no, I and, and I and I think they all look great. I think the Doctor Strange looks great. Um, the Black Panther looks really good. It's hard to mess up Spider Man, in my opinion, because that suit's pretty pretty basic, um, which is fine. I will um, say I was watching Disney Dan's history on the Spider Man costume um, mm-hmm. 
for like meet and greets and stuff, and he does a very he does a great job, very extensive. Yeah. But he did point out since the new um, mask is sort of ba- like it has like a base kind of hockey mask sort of bit, like a oh, solid sure. part. Uh-huh. If you don't have someone who's the right frame who's smaller, they can uh-huh. come out looking like a bobblehead. <laughs> and he showed some footage, and it's this, and you know, it's nothing against the 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 actor or anything, but it's this uh-huh. small frame with this big head on top because it's you know it's one size, and yeah. uh, it looked a little funny, but the suit no, itself is great. The suit itself the is suit great. Itself, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and and that, and that kind of leads into the entertainment that we've seen in the land, where there's so much streetmosphere, if we mm-hmm. call it that. Yeah. Um, with with Spider Man, I think that is, I. I actually sent that uh, video to my wife um, right when the first kind of the fan um, footage came out. And mm-hmm. she's like, how is he doing that? Like, wh- what is going on? You should like, you can never pay me enough money to do that. And I was like, it's actually an animatronic. She's like, oh, really? Like, no way. Like, she was blown away by it. So yeah. coming from – like, obviously, my, my wife is a Disney fan, but she's not, like, yeah. in the know as much as we are. Mm-hmm. Um which to her, it was it blew her away. It's, it, even to me, it blew me away um, <laughs> because I'm like, it's the next kind of step in animatronics. These kind of animatronics beyond just hooked up to a large machine. They're very self. It's a very self-contained animatronic. It's obviously doing a very simple motion, but it's still very realistic looking. Mm-hmm. Um, which is and then and then the way they they connect it to the live actor. Um, doing his, his stunt going up and then coming back to the other side of the building. Um, yeah. I think it's just, it's just really smart and great storytelling. Oh yeah. I did hear, however, that to, I think it was today. Uh, he might've been down for maintenance or something because uh, oh, really? I think for like the morning show, he kind of did, a, was a little crazy, uh, looked oh. a little bad coming off of it. And there were no shows later. So, oh. uh, yeah, I'm not sure if that was today or yesterday, but uh, yeah. it might it might be a little difficult keeping him up and up and running. In no, sure. yeah, no, and, and I th- I think that's definitely be the the big the big test for them is how long they can keep this animatronic up and going because mm-hmm. it I feel I feel like there's a lot of wear and tear that this animatronic will go through. It's literally being flung through the air and obviously landing in some kind of net, but mm-hmm. like it's still like. A lot of G forces it's experiencing, and to be a self-contained robot is, I'm sure, a, a big wear and tear on, yeah, on, on that. Um, um, but th- but then the other um, show we see is the Doctor Strange show, um, which which it's it's a very f- it's it's fun. Um, there's a lot of little little miniature magical gags um, in it. Um, I don't no. think it's like it doesn't it, it doesn't blow me away, but it's 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 good. It's it's I'm glad there's something to watch and and to consume beyond Spider Man. And if there's a character to do it with, it's definitely Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, um, I, I would say that. But I have to ask you, did in our show notes did you call Doc? Uh, did you call Dormammu Dahomey? No. So it's <laughs> who's it's Dahomey? Actually the, the, it's the Dor Dor Hamaje. Oh, um, and oh so the, the Dor Malaje. The, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I maybe mistyped that. Um, <laughs> I thought you called 
Dormammu Dahomey, and I'm like, sure, if you want to, if you want to call him that, that's fine. Oh uh, yeah, no, the Dormanje, uh, we see them walking around the campus. Um, yes. yes, which I think is it. It it it's definitely calls back to the uh, the the March of the First Order um, around Hollywood Studios. I think, in my in my opinion, uh, but it's it's cool to have like this like kind of it feels like the campus is alive with these different groups of people. Walking around the campus, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. I, I, just going back to the Doctor Strange thing, really quick. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not a, sh- I'm not a show person. I, I appreciate <laughs> that shows are in the parks. I, I, you know, I appreciate that they're there, but nine times out of ten, I do not like shows in the parks. Um, <laughs> the Doctor Strange one was was no exception for me, and I like Doctor Strange. It just felt mm-hmm. very awkward. Um, and, and I suppose maybe that's a thing that, you know, through the day to day of just doing the show, they're going to work out the kinks. Um, I thought it was cool that Dormammu showed up, that he got a cameo. Yeah. Um, and even Thor got a cameo. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Depending upon which version you watch, because I watched two versions of the show. Um, and one time it, there was just this awkward stop and they brought the artifact or whatever out from behind the door and then the second time he comes, you know, walking out with it. I'm like, oh, okay, that really? makes sense. Now, now it's cool. Um, and there's a bit of riffing there, uh, depending yeah. upon you know what what show you're watching. You know, you hear mm-hmm. some different stuff. Um, but yeah, it it always just comes off as awkward to me. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, shows aren't really my thing, but I I do think having the Dormelage there is really cool, um, and I appreciate the fact that they do have like a, a Doctor Strange kind of show, even if it's kind of kitty magic. Yeah. No, yeah, and, and I was I was sort of disappointed with it uh inevitably because I do enjoy some shows at on at, in the parks. Um more of the scripted shows I enjoy, not so much the audience based interaction shows. Um <laughs> because that, that that one definitely has a lot of in audience interaction. Um, which I get it. Like they're trying to train you in the mystical arts in a way. So that's just yeah. kind of feeds into the theme. Um, but it definitely does feel a little bit, um, they, they, they try too hard to get involved. Um, where like, you're kind of, there just like kind of watch Dr. Strange do his mystical arts. Um, yeah. but I, I, I guess I do commend them for trying to involve the audience to a certain degree, but I'm not, I'm um, not chanting with you, dude. I'm not, I'm yeah, that 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 was awkward. That was I don't awkward. Chant with people in capes. I just don't. It's sort of a policy yeah. of mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and and kind of we let's get to the actual meat and potato. I think of now where we want to get into this conversation. Yeah. Um. I I, I know that we're like forty five minutes in, but um. This could I think be a, a big episode. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's fine. Um. A big part of. The draw to the land is the the singular attraction, um, Web Slingers, a Spider-Man, Spider-Man Adventure, Spectacular. No, Spider-Man Web Slingers. Spider-Man Web Slingers. Okay. Um, so I think to start off, we both hate it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a that that's a fair thing to say for both of us. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> we, I, it, 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 it was funny because we, we were both talking about this on Friday when all of the uh, footage started to release and we're both, 
you texted me and said, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to curse on this next episode. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Because I, I heard some I heard, heard some rumblings that the, the ride was bad. And yeah. so, like, you basically confirmed it for me. And then I was like, send me a video. I need to see this thing. And it's bad. It's just it's just not good. It's just unoriginal. Um, yeah. Here's, you, you here's the ahead. thing. Here's the thing. And I think this is the biggest thing for, for I think, personally, for, to me, is you played the Spider-Man card. And I get why. I get why. He's clearly the most popular, like, he, outside of, uh, like, I think of all of Marvel, he is clearly the most recognizable. He is, you mm -hmm. know, uh, I think of all superheroes, he's in the top three, I think. Oh, uh, um, like I saw this poll like months ago and it was, he was like the oh, yeah. three most recognizable, mm -hmm. but, yeah. um, you played that card, but here's the thing. Universal has the Spider-Man ride. It's been there for 20 years now, over 20 years now. And mm -hmm. it is, it, it's iconic. It is yeah. so good. So you can't just go willy nilly and, you know, kind of half-bake a, a show or, you know, an attraction here that's basically, it's it's effectively um, uh, Toy Story Midway Mania. Or um, if you go to the Lego parks, apparently it's exactly the same system with, like, I think that they just do, like, chopping um, for the oh, Ninjago yeah. ride. It's Ninjago, the same yeah. system. So mm -hmm. you can't just do that. And expect like, oh, this is it. This is the big one. You're using the same ride system, and you're not even as good as the tw two decades old ride that yeah. you, that people are clearly going to compare it against. Now, yeah. I, you know, I, it, it's the and the major thing that really that really pissed me off was or not pissed me off, but it really threw me off was the the two versions I heard. Because I really wanted to make sure that my dislike was justified. I watched it mm -hmm. twice, and there was I did not hear any music. I did not hear any music yeah. at all. And you were just going through, shh, do-do-do-do-do-do, and it's just this weird silence. And Spidey's mm -hmm. not saying anything, and you're just shooting these bots. And it just it felt really weird. Now, luckily, my wife found a version where you could hear music. And so I don't know if that was a quick mm -hmm. fix they made late in the game. I don't yeah. know. Because I know that happened um, at Universal Studios opening. They didn't think to have any music playing in the park opening day. So it was oh. just quiet and everyone was walking around and it was really <laughs> weird. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe I just couldn't hear it on the other recordings because of where mm -hmm. the speakers are kept. Yeah. But it was really weird. So mm -hmm. it, it's just... It leaves a lot, and then the another thing, and I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, I'm going on a rant here, but I'll be. This is my last point. It. It's Spider-Man. He has, I think, the only other comic book character that has a uh, a more rich and lush, uh, you know, gallery of villains is maybe Batman. Mm -hmm. You don't use any of them, any of them, yeah. and. I don't know if it's I'm 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 willing to wager that it's an issue with um, Sony and they don't want to use any of the villains because oh we want to do mm -hmm. our weird spin-off of 
of you know uh, the Beetle or something. I don't know. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> all right. Fine. Fine. All right. If you don't want to use that, put in Modok. Put in put in Baron Zemo for for all yeah. I care, and have him like infiltrate and like ah yes, hello. I would like I would like to get all of your technology. I you know I, <laughs> just yeah. um just something because you gotta have a villain to play off of. This is it's just. It's weird. It's it feels like you're going up against the minions. I don't know. It's just so trite, yeah. and it, it's not at all, you know, what you would expect from a, you know, a top tier amusement park Spider-Man attraction. Mm-hmm. Even the um, there was another video uh, of like this weird um, Spider-Man attraction that was in Niagara Falls for a couple of years, and. Ironically, it was a shooter where you, the gun that you shot was like his hand, like this. So ironically, it all comes full circle because there were <laughs> screens you went off of there too. Yeah. But even there, every room it had Green Goblin, had Doc Ock, had Electro going. You going up against? It knows yeah. you have to have the villains. It, yeah, it would be like getting in a Batman ride and going, "All right, Gotham is in peril. Let's stop these rogue batarangs." Like what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and I have very much similar thoughts to you you on this. It's just it just doesn't compare to because like it was absurd for them to think. I and 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 I wanted them to come out with a better ride than Universal's. Like if you if you're gonna if you're gonna like play that like excuse my French but like big dick energy of like I'm gonna come (laughs) with a Spider Man ride better than yours and then like you just don't perform. You don't show up. You come up with the same ride that we see in Hollywood studios. And I, I believe DCA also has midway mania. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like, it's just done park. It's the same exact ride. And I think done better because like, like you said, there's no, it, there's no, like, it's just, it feels so stale and so f- sterile, I would say. Yes, Because, like, exactly. you're, actually, you're, you're just, like, shifting between the two scenes. Mm-hmm. And, like, there, there's no, like, Spider-Man even encouraging you. Like, there's no, there's no theming between scenes. And, personally, like, I think they... I have no problem with the idea of a Spider-Bot. Like, Spider-Man's trying to figure out a way to make his job easier. Make these, like, additional, like whatever like helpers to him um kind of similar how mysterio had the 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 stark drones like that like whatever like i i I think that's a it's a cute piece of merchandise whatever may they will i think it'd have been much better if we had more of a savvy's workshop style spider-man attraction where you went in like made your spider bot like had the interaction with spider-man had like a tom holland looking actor there to be or even some kind of like lab assistant and still have kind of a uh, that pre-show like making your spider bot like i think it's fine to have the spider bots but to dedicate a whole ride to a screen version of these spider bots um i would be i would be even happier if we saw like you were going up against these like actual like animatronics and taking the animatronics more a la uh space ranger spin um would have been a lot much more forgivable than this basic this this purely screen-based attraction yeah um and then and honestly, I was watching a couple of ride-throughs, and I'm, and I'm thinking, if you have more than two people in this this ride vehicle, you're gonna start punching and elbowing people in, in this <laughs> in this ride. Yeah. I, I, I feel like there's gonna be, there, there's gonna be 
on the 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 quarterly accident report, you're going to see a lot of black eyes and things like that from <laughs> from web slingers. Um, yeah. Well, even with even with what you're saying, like, I, and again, I didn't catch all of it. So tell me if I'm if I'm like, I'm you know repeating or like this is the story of the ride. But like, wouldn't it be a good story if he's trying to make these spider bots so that there's places you know he can't be so he can have more time to himself or whatever. Mm. And then a villain hacks in and starts controlling it, and Spider-Man learns yeah. a lesson of, oh, I can't, I, th- there's only one Spider-Man, and that's me, and, and you, you're pretty good. So, yeah. but, like, even saying, like, oh, like, if there's that lesson of, like, oh, I can't, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with great power comes great responsibilities, and I can't throw it off on a robot, you know, so you could even throw that kind of a story in there and have the villain be the one causing the mayhem and, oh, yeah. who, you know, who hacked in? Oh, it was Kingpin or something like yeah. that, you know? Definitely yeah, not and, the Daredevil and, and, Kingpin, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know. I'm sitting here thinking about, like, what would I would like to have seen on this, on this attraction? And in ultimate, I'd love to have seen something on the lines of maybe, like, a really quick... I would have seen like maybe a like a juiced up version of like rock and roller coaster or some kind of coaster based attraction that was fast paced because Spider Man is all about swinging through these cities and um, even if you don't want to have if you want to have like contained within this theme of this Avengers campus mm-hmm. have it as like you're going through his training exercises um, in the park and like integrate like this kind of maybe the proto the proto pseudo the the, the prototype for what we're going to see with with um, Guardian of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, where you have like this screen-based roller coaster that's very, very fast-paced um, to make you feel like you're actually like in like basically a Spider-Man sidekick or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to have kind of another shooter-based attraction and um, kind of carnival style just doesn't doesn't work for me. Um, and to have it purely all screen based again is very lazy, and I understand that I'm sure it was a very expensive ride to build and whatever. But um, I really thought the the pre show was very was was like well themed, and then also like you leaving the ride and actually seeing like, the physical spider box like webbed up on the walls was a highlight for me compared to the actual compared to the actual ride. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I you know. It's just it, what's difficult is um, our, uh, I, you know, I, they and I and I think they mentioned this a couple of years back was that this was going to be like sort of a black box sort of thing, and um, what was going to happen there was that you know every couple of years they're going to be able to swap it out. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's so evident because there's yeah. nothing permanent. And I, excuse me for a second because we had some technical technical issues there. Um, but what it was, you know, is there's nothing really. It shows zero commitment, really. Because mm-hmm. everything in there that's physical can be swapped out. And even some of the transitions oh, yeah. in the videos, it's like, okay, now drop that in. And uh, next year we're going to have it be Ant-Man for Quantum Mania. And, um, yeah. so it, it's difficult because, um, you know, I just, 
It just doesn't show that commitment. And I agree with you cause that you should have, there should be some way you could feel like you're swinging around that goes beyond mm -hmm. what the um, universal ride was. Because, I mean, that was 20-year-old technology and they've maintained it yeah. well and it still holds up. But what's the next step? What's that next thing? Honestly, I don't, I don't think we should have had a Spider-Man attraction. I think no. it just makes it too weird between Universal and and Disney. Um, and there's so many other characters that we could have had. You know what I would have loved? I would have loved a uh, a Captain America adventure. Now I know there's a lot of change going around with that, but mm -hmm. you know a fun a fun you know thing where you're maybe you have to go infiltrate a Hydra base with him, and you're riding along in a jeep, and you you know you're in this little chasm, and you look up on the hill, and he's there up above yeah. you in his motorcycle, like hang on, and he jumps over you, and you see this thing going on, you gotta escape. He's trying to make sure you're safe, something like that. Or, or yeah, a roller coaster, but it's an arc roller coaster. And as the thing comes down over you, there's an arc reactor right on your chest that comes down. And it's powering Love you that. up. And you lay down and poof, there you go. Um, yeah. Definitely not like that Superman coaster in Six Flags. <laughs> so not as painful as the Green Lantern coaster. That thing, that thing I needed therapy after. But yeah. Um, <laughs> but, no, it, uh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah and it just feels incomplete in terms of the the, the attraction department um, mm -hmm. because there's been talks about this from very long for since the oh, yeah. conception conception of this land that there's a, this big e ticket attraction um, that's coming that's like this big Avengers adventure and yeah. I think I think it's very short sighted to have just one attraction built and. And to, to eat, to, and, and, and I know Galaxy's Edge opened up with one attraction, but it was like within the same year we got the other attraction. Where this is like years off that they're doing this, mm. and this was even the plan. This is even the plan before COVID, I believe. So it's not like it's like a COVID excuse. It's just a kind of a poor planning excuse. You're talking about like um, the jet one, right? Correct. correct yeah. yeah, yeah. They, I've heard, I've heard. And I don't know if I've, – I've heard from sources. I don't know if these are insider sources. I don't know if this is just – but um, I've heard that, yeah, it, like that building is empty. It's not even started yet. Mm -hmm. So I don't know when we're going to get that. I think that's a really – I think that was a really bad plan because there's just an expectation now that everything should come out nicely packaged. Even mm -hmm. if there is – if something does need to get pushed back, you know, it's still within a time frame. You know, one thing that gave me a lot of peace about this was for what we, what we, you know, what, what we are griping about. Um, mm -hmm. Looking back at the '60s, New Orleans squares, I realized New Orleans Square, I realized opened up with nothing except for shopping and eating. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I was like, you know, I, yeah, that's you know, that's something to think about. Obviously, mm -hmm. it's a we live in a much much more different world than uh, 1966, but, sure. but no, but, 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 but yeah. And, and I, I saw you made that point on TikTok, and I think it makes sense, but also they were building the rest of the park. It wasn't like they were, they were busy with other attractions. I get that. We're like, this is like a full wind expansion. We're like, this is like a dedicated effort just to this land. Yeah. And like, I, I, that makes sense to me, but if you wanted to actually, come out with a full full land they should have done it um yeah and and, 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 
and and I think if they wanted, I think they should have spent more time on the on the Quinjet ride and made oh, yeah. and, and made these the Spider Bot attraction basically like a Savi's Workshop attraction to not compete against the the, the Spider Man ride. I think it was a bad a bad move on their part because they it's hard to compete and. Obviously, the thing that came out was very unoriginal, um, and, I, and I think it's important to have Spider-Man in, in that land because he is such a iconic character, and, and he's a draw to that land. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the the attraction, the entertainment of him flying through the air is is amazing and beautiful. Oh, yeah. And to just kind of bump up theming, I think it's a it's something to do. I think there's there's so little to do in the in that in that that land as well, because um, if we, if we look at Galaxy's Edge versus Avengers Campus, you have, you can build a droid, you can build a lightsaber, you can go on two different rides and shopping and food, where yep. Avengers, Avengers Campus, and again, they're very limited on space, I understand that, but they, this all, this all, this all would work within the space they currently have, is to have that, it, ideally, I think you should have done the Quinjet ride day, for mm-hmm. opening day, have the Spider-Bot building experience, you have your shops, you have the the three dining locations. I think it would have been much more well-received yeah. overall. Yeah, and I mean, we don't know what, what the plan is for the future mm-hmm. of the Quinjet ride. Um, I, uh, you know, I'm, we do have at least, we have had the Guardians mission breakout, at least, you know, for that, That's for that land. And we, you know we have the rest of the park. Luckily, you know that mm-hmm. ha- they've been putting so much in, so much effort into DCA, regardless of how this turned out. No, that's true. So that's, much true. Effort that's true. Over the past decade, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, you, obviously you got to give it a bit of, got to give it a bit of grace and stuff. And I'm, yeah. I'm, and yeah, going back to the New Orleans Square, we have the hindsight now of saying, oh yeah, and at the end of that, we got two of the greatest attractions. Of all no. time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what we do mm-hmm. end up getting out of that, you know, and how this land does evolve. Obviously, I think they are catching a lot of flack for the Spider-Man ride. It's going to be interesting to see if they listen to the fans and are able to make adjustments. I know that JPEX is saying, you know, after all of our current projects are, are done, we're going to be coasting for a little bit, but it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see how things get addressed over time. Cause you yeah, know, it's yeah. in its, the land itself is in its infancy. Um, and Very it's much. going to be uh, a while yet, um, before, you know, there, there's going to be some changes de- definitely. I'm sure, I'm sure this week, um, or maybe next week, uh, Loki is probably going to, you know, become a bit mm-hmm. more prominent in the land, popping up yeah. a bit more for that. Show. Are you excited for that show? I I actually very much, um, yeah. just some of the early, early reviews I've heard, it just kind of changes the game and it, it really establishes this really interesting storyline within the, no, the the next phase of Avengers. So I have a, uh, I have a friend. Well, I have a former classmate. I don't know if she actually likes me or not. Um, <laughs> but uh, she actually worked on the show. Um, wow. And uh, is, I think she also worked on Hawkeye. Um, 
Of course, she signed an NDA, so I didn't hear anything. Yeah. <laughs> our friend facets or whatever, but um, she she actually like spoke almost daily with Tom Hiddleston, is what wow. I've heard. So um, she worked pretty closely with him. So it, um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see how this show turns out. Um, I am. Yeah, de- definitely. I definitely think it's it- going to be the most interesting, uh, like of the three that have come out so far. Yeah. No, and, and I think. Yeah, I think that's why WandaVision was so well received. It was so different, and yeah. I think this is going to be so much different than what we see in the Avengers because it's this. You go. He's basically going through time, and the the, the <laughs> time variance. Um, um, time variance. What's the A? Association Avengers. <laughs> yeah. No, but 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 it's like basically it's basically tackling the this these paradoxes, the time travel paradoxes that we saw um, briefly discussed in Endgame Endgame, and going deep into that is going to be amazing. And obviously having um, Tom Hiddleston back in that role and really taking it, really having a whole, whole show around him. And he's a very interesting character. He's never been my favorite character, but I do. I've always enjoyed him in the movies in um, as a supporting supporting role, um, so yeah, I, and, and I think you're right. I think we'll see Loki um, showing up um, on Avengers campus. Um, but, but like to kind of wrap this all up to yeah. put, a, put a bow on it, I think again, I think overall, I love the land, um, and but I think there's a lot to be added and to be adjusted, and I think the base of the dish is there, um, but obviously. For us, for me, um, there's that still that raw chicken on the plate of of that ride. Um, that, that, that that honestly, honestly, it's one of those things where if I go to Galaxy's Edge and I don't get a boarding group, I'll be destroyed. Fortunately, I'm going to Hollywood Studios twice on my trip, so I'll have double, double the chance. But <laughs> but 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 going to Disneyland, and I hope to go in the next year or two, um, is that. Maybe two or three years, but if I go there and it's still the the uh, boarding group system, I don't get it. I won't be sad about it. Um, and 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 that that to me is the real testament of if a ride's good because I feel like I've already seen it. I feel like I've already been on it. Um, in that I'm not one of those types that like seeks out the perfect score and attraction. Um, and so like and but and, and if I was. I don't think I needed to be on this ride. I think uh, I'd go to eat the food and go in the shops and I'd be happy with it. I think the, this, the world building, the set dressing in that, in that land is enough for me as, as a, as a park goer and I'll go ride guardians. If I want to go ride a f- somewhat fun ride. Um, so I, I, and I think for me, that's, that's the thing I, I want to go to Avengers campus to, to be in that land but I don't need to be on that ride. Oh, it's getting late. Goodness gracious. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree. I'm sorry. Um, no, I, I mean, I agree. It's um, it's not the main attraction to me. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I would go for the ambiance. I would go for mm-hmm. some, some Terran treats or shawarma. Um, and exactly. I, you know, I, I honestly, I, I like, I think I like, Guardians Volume Two is actually my favorite Marvel film, so oh, nice. um, uh, yeah, I'm all about the the Guardians stuff. So I, I yeah. love Spider Man too, but 
Um, yeah. But yeah, if I have to pick one and, you know, one doesn't really have a very long wait, I'm like, all right, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, I've heard... It, it, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, and... I, <laughs> you go, we're, we're, I'm not going to say another we're, word. We're, we're doing gonna... so good. We're doing so good. We're doing so good. Um, no, I, and I think once the Quinjet ride opens up, it's going to be forgotten pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. I um, uh, it's just, and I, I know it's been crazy this past week with the rollout. Um, I know my my wife watches uh, one of those, you know, uh, Disney family vlogs. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they do a whole pilgrimage down there to go see the Avengers campus, and they can't get into anything. They couldn't even – I don't think they could even get into the land. So they wow. just went all that way for nothing. So the rollout has wow. been incredibly rough. Um, honestly, yeah. I, I I just think just let it – just open the floodgates and, and don't do the whole waiting and stuff. And I think it's getting a little absurd with how long these waits are getting and how long mm-hmm. – um, you know, or how you, you have to go. It's just, it's getting a little too crazy with park volumes yeah. and what have you. So, yeah. And yeah. that's one thing that that's, I think going to be an issue that's going to be plaguing us more and more, uh, mm-hmm. in these, in these strange new times. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And, and to, to, to get up, not to get off topic a little bit, but that, that's definitely my biggest fear. Um, with my vacation coming up here yeah. um, in the next month is the, the wait times for a lot of things um, because it is getting bad. It's getting bad. Um, and I, I think, I think it's not going to, it's not going to be as bad in Florida just because everything's kind of, everything's been kind of being pulled back to kind of normal operations, um, which I hope will help curb that those wait times, things like that. So hopefully be a little bit alleviated, but, um, I'm glad we have all of our reservations for all of our dining and things like that. We just got yeah. we got the we, we we got the Tusker House reservation this week, so I'm excited about that. Um, was able to nab that one of those at 5 a.m. Um, so um, yeah, I think we'll be definitely shopping and eating a lot and kind of doing that kind of thing versus a ton of rides, um, mm. which 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 we're, we're 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 fortunate enough to go to Disney, um, like I said. Around, around around once a year at this point, so it's not like we won't have a chance again in the future to ride something we, we missed. But um, I'll definitely be spending most of my time in Galaxy's Edge when I'm down there um, for our Hollywood Studios days. But yeah, I hope they figure out um, the wait time situation and how to, to properly manage these crowds in this brave new world. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm I'm interested to see that. You know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Unfortunately, I'm a couple student loans away from going uh, once a year. But when that day comes, <laughs> maybe some legislation yeah. comes. God only knows. Um, you know, I will. Uh, you know, I, this is this is our thing now. So I, I would like to get down there a little bit yeah. more. Um, and uh, yeah, so you know, we'll see how that that problem grows over the years. Um, definitely, definitely. But yeah, as soon yeah, as, yeah. as soon as I'm able, I want to get out. Get out to Disneyland and check check that out. Um, mm-hmm. I was supposed to go last year. That sort of fell through, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, again, I was our 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 annual trip was supposed to be to Disneyland, and yeah. COVID happened. So, um, but yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap it up for us this week. Um, once again, thank you all for tuning in, Mason. Where can they find you? Oh. Um, 
uh, wherever the wind may take you. Uh, no, um, <laughs> you can find me um, most any place. You can find me on TikTok at unofficial Disney CEO. Uh, that's where most of my fans will find me. Um, you can find me on. Uh, where can you find? Oh, um, Instagram at on um, uh, no at on the on the hub. Wow, I'm just getting tongue. It's it's late, people. It's really late. No, it's fine. Uh, it's um, you can I uh, I help run our, you know our page for the show on the hub grass, uh, but you can also find me at Better Be Mason, um, and that's those are the best places to find me. I, I'm scared of Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you can find me, um, as always, um, at Matt Arterbury on Instagram. And I, I, I'm on Twitter too, but again, I'm also afraid of that. Um, and you can find my family vlog on YouTube as well at Matt and Mary Kate. Um, but I'd like to shout out our Instagram again. Uh, make sure you hop, follow us there um, because we post. Mason does a great job posting content each and every day. And then I'll be in Disney. Um, in about a month, so I'll be doing some exclusive content in the parks, which will be a lot of fun Ooh. on our page. Yeah, look, looking forward to that. Um, but make sure if you're listening to us on um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts to drop us a review that helps us out in growing our presence and the Please. algorithm so people could find us there. Uh, even more helps us boost in the search engine results. And ideally, we'd love to make it into um, the higher levels of the Disney searches as well as travel and leisure yeah. searches. So help us out with the reviews and just the, the downloads and the listens are always um, welcome. But also if you're listening to us on or watching us on YouTube, make sure you put a like on this video, make sure you comment down below um, some of your favorite parts of this podcast or some, maybe some questions you might have for us for future episodes. And then also subscribe so you don't miss any of our content. And also make sure you ring that bell, bell to get a notification whenever we post each and every Wednesday. And maybe we'll be coming out with some um, extra videos in the future. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll play around with that with maybe some, especially a lot of the new content coming out. Maybe we'll do some oh, movie yeah. reviews and show reviews for that. So, we're looking at always expanding feels. our library of content as well. So, um, as always, we love that you joined us today on the Hubgrass. And never, don't forget that there is a great, big, beautiful podcast, and it's just a stream away. We'll see you next time. See you next time, folks. <laughs>